Yes. Anticipating something. Talking about the dance in your pants. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity and relationships on Sin Nation. Hello and welcome to another glorious, sexy, sassy episode of The Naughty Rude Show. You are here with Dana and Holly and our producer Jules and we're ready for a rockin' show about sex and relationships. Hells yeah. Um, We are super excited. We've got a jam-packed show for you all today. We have had Tumblr questions flying in, which has been amazing. So we're going to answer all of those for you today. Holly has got a dating horror story that she's going to tell us. If you're on dating apps or you're currently dating, you're in danger. So you need to hear what... Listen out for that one. We're also going to talk about contraceptives. And later on when James comes in, we're going to do our regular segment of James Splaining, where he asks all the questions that he wants to know and we give it a red hot go at answering <laughs> them all. How you doing, Holly? I'm perfect. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really good. That's what I like to hear. If you want to get involved, though, <laughs> tweet us at The Naughty Rude Show or you can DM, DM us on Facebook. Search, just search for The Naughty Rude Show or my favourite – Send us an anonymous question to answer. Um, you don't have to have a Tumblr account to do so uh, via the naughtyridgeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Awesome. Should we introduce ourselves? I'm Dana. I'm straight. Uh, cis. That's me. Yeah. Okay. I'm Holly. I'm 20. I'm a cis female and I'm single. Right now we're going to kick it to Julia, which is going to tell us a little bit of a story. Yeah. So last night I went out and was going out with girlfriends uh, at a Melbourne bar. So shout out to our Victorian listeners that are listening. Um, But it was a kind of cool, trendy place and we were having a bit of a snack at the convenience store nearby. Just sort of loading up on a bit of fuel before we went in for a boogie. As is necessary. Exactly. And uh, we noticed a couple of guys, they came up to us and we're like, oh God. You just know the type. They're like, <laughs> they're here for trouble. Yeah, yes. swaggering up. Like, mm-hmm. I reckon we can like pin it down. I reckon it's, it's to do with eye. yeah, and it's to yeah. do with the walk mm. and also what they're yeah. wearing, the pack mentality as well. And we'll get to what they're wearing because oh. that was interesting. So one guy comes up to us, it's just me and one girlfriend, and he says, "Ladies, can I ask you a question?" Oh, I'm like, "All right." <laughs> What's a question? But also no. (laughs) I mean, we're not getting out of this. And we're against a wall, and he's kind of coming up to try and intimidate us. He's also shorter than us too. So it was kind of a bit of a power play. It wasn't, can I ask you a question, but you are going to answer a question. And we're Mm. like, all right, we'll just have to play along because there's no other way we can do it, really. He's not going to say, like, oh, that's okay, ladies, we'll just walk off. So it was quite an intimidating power play that he did. So we're like, all right, what's the question? And he just didn't answer. He didn't say anything. And we're like, all right, whatever. He turns to his buddies. He has a bit of a laugh. He says something about us that we don't quite hear. And we're like, all right, this is weird. What's the question, mate? Just tell us what's the question. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at these chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this other guy who's who's part of their pack strolls in. And he's wearing this suave blazer. And then he points to his friend who's wearing the blazer and the first guy says, this guy's on six figures. And we're just like, okay, all right, but what's the question? What are you yeah. getting to? Like, why do we have to be in your presence right now? 
And then I'm really not for it. I'm really not appreciating the fact that he's spending so much time with us when all we want to do is be left alone. And so he turns to me and he says, girl, that pussy needs a pounding. (gasps) Oh, my. What? He didn't. (laughs) I was like, what the actual? Like, he was looking me up and down and then he pointed to me down my nether regions and said that. I thought... Who Okay, who even speaks like that to women in the first place? But I don't actually understand why a woman's disinterest in somebody becomes something that's wrong with them, basically, and that needs to be fixed by a woman being sexually owned by another guy. Oh, my God. I want to slap him down like a dunny lid. Yeah, I was speechless. I think I just went... You, what? what? Yeah. You don't even yeah. expect that in today's age. That, where did that come from? So that was my night last night, guys. Did you went, then walk away? Yeah, we walked into the club. We we're like, all right, well, we had enough of that. Okay. And then he clearly was just like, oh, well, no man can satisfy you. Stutter, walk off with your mates and nothing lost, nothing gained, whatever the expression is. So I was just like... <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what to say. I don't, like, you I cannot know. speak to another human being like that. And especially if you come up with the, initiate the conversation. Yeah. Don't say something like that. That's not even appropriate, to, even if you know the person. But what do you guys kind of make of the idea that if a woman is kind of uptight or disinterested or turned off by a guy, that it's something to do with something sexual? Well, if you think about it in like a hierarchy of business, if a woman is uptight as a boss or something, she's classified as a bitch, whereas if a male is like uptight, he's classified as driven or dedicated or determined. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of idea. That, Knows what he wants. Yeah. So it's um, just because of these, you know, stereotypical, I guess, ancient gender roles that, you know, a, a woman needs you know, to get laid, to be able to deal with the situation around it. Like, come on. And it also suggests that if you're not getting laid, then you're obviously uptight or there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this makes me furious. I know. What are you thinking there, Holly? I I didn't even know what to say because I just feel like I thought we were past this. I didn't realise people were still talking like this out in public, like without even, like, repercussions or... Yeah, because what else am I going to say? Because I was so, A, I was so stunned. You but B, that there was also this factor that, okay, we're outnumbered by these three other guys. Mm. So whatever I'm going to say back, there could be some consequence that I, I don't know how to get out of there. I was around the corner from potentially other witnesses to see us. Yeah, it was a really uncomfortable situation. And we're kind of taught as women to not really voice, uh, I guess, an objection to what they're saying. Or don't antagonise because then all of a sudden it becomes our fault. Exactly. Mm. Because we antagonise, you know. Like, even in social situations, I like, I, without thinking, I'll just not say something because I know that I'm the more vulnerable one in that situation. And so, then you walk away and you're so mad. You're like, I should yeah. have spoken up. But it's like almost like you're just well, conditioned you don't know, to shut up. Yeah, and you don't know what's going to happen if you do say something, if you defend yourself. Mm. Yeah, it's unfair. What the hell is wrong with society? <laughs> Pretty much. It's uh, how not to pick up, basically. <laughs> oh, completely. I, I still feel like there's like a big group of people out there who think a good way to pick up is to put other people down so then their confidence is lowered and then they have a better chance, which is so messed up. 
Like, but what did he expect from me? Like, oh, wow, that was so hot. I'm just going to, like, pull my pants down now and we can just... I don't know. Like, was that his move? Like, what were you yeah. supposed to say? Yeah, that's like I hate the expression, treat a mean, keep him keen. Yeah, I know. It's like, terrible. if you're a good bloke, be a damn good bloke. Don't... I know. And then you win over a good person back. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my little tidbit. Fired me up for sure. Um, if you guys have had any sort of interesting weekend experiences, uh, if you had any sort of similar experiences to being quite outraged and thrown off guard, generally in the, in the middle of the night, I, I would say this is where it most often occurs. Jules, can I ask you one question? Did mm. they like physically in like puff out their chest and like physically intimidate as well? Yeah. And, like, sort of stand over you or... So he, he could see that we were leaning up against a wall. We were standing, but he sort of made a step towards us. It was though there was nowhere else that we could go. Yeah. Mm. So if you're a guy out there, don't be a dick. Yeah, call it out when you see it too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you're... Like obviously his should have been like, shut up, dude. Yeah. yeah. Put him back in his place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to hear your stories too. So the naughty rude show com forward slash ask is where you can go to share it with us too. It can be completely anonymous as well if you don't want to say who you are and you don't have to have a Tumblr account either. Absolutely. Next up, we're going to be chatting about a horror story that Holly's going to tell us about the dating world. So if you're currently single, watch out because you could potentially be in danger. You're listening to the naughty rude show. That was Operator Please with Get What You Want at the top and We Are The People by Empire of the Sun. Hi, oh, hi I'm James. I'm here. <laughs> I just arrived. Um, Literally flown in, fresh off the plane from Tassie. I did. I couldn't wait to get here. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm James. I'm a straight white male man, cis male. Uh, and I think you said male three times in the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, super male. One of those male. I'm definitely male. Girl, I'm male. I-L because I deliver mail. Oh, you do too. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, anyway, sorry, we've got some do. stuff to talk about. <laughs> what did I miss, by the way? Uh, so Jules had a great anecdote about some uh, last night. She went out in Melbourne on the town, and mm. some guys came up to her and her mate and said some ridiculously inappropriate things that you should never say to anyone. And if you missed out on that story and you want to hear it in full, catch up on the podcast. Look up The Naughty Rude Show on Omni uh, or iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast, you can catch it there. But welcome back, James. So Thanks. good to have good you. good to be here. But Holly, you have a dating horror story. Yes. Okay, this may be the worst story I've ever heard. So if you're single and dating, take note. Okay, so a friend of a friend went on a date with a guy that she'd met on Tinder. Now, he seemed really nice, and he invited her to his apartment because he wanted to cook for her. That's nice. Well, it seems all nice, That's far, it? it's nice. Yeah, this far. Anyway, so the meal is good and all is well until the girl starts to feel quite sick after dinner. Now, with every minute that passes, she feels more and more sick, and she knows that she's not going to make it home. So she asks Ooh. him if she can use his bathroom... And let's just say it's a code brown and she doesn't make it. Oh. oh. I know. So this is like a worst case scenario, I think. Like This is when you have to climb out of the bathroom window. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways. <laughs> so at this good. point, she's so embarrassed and she's crying. And she's like, I'm so sorry. But he's being really sweet and understanding about it. And he's like, don't worry. Just go to the bathroom. I'll sort all this out. Just go to the bathroom. Anyways. So she comes back and this is where it gets crazy. He's in the lounge room playing with her poop. 
What the? I know. So he had put laxatives in the food that he served to her. <gasps> yes. Put laxatives in the food and made her sick so that she couldn't control herself and he could fulfill this fetish. That's, that's no good. Oh, like, this, this is how not to introduce a kink to your partner. Well, was this a date? This was a date. The first date. Oh, poor the girl. I know. Date. I felt terrible for her. I felt, so anyways, she was so freaked out that she called the police and she was like, SOS. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously, because this he's literally drugged, drugged her. her. Yes. Yes. So she calls the cops and the cops come and they say, oh, this isn't the first time we've been here. Why oh. is he still on Tinder? Someone get him off Tinder. <laughs> oh, as in the cops have been called before. Yes, and other, like by other women who have gone to his house and been drugged with laxatives. Oh, Lord. Oh, I know. Goodness. Well, there's a real big uh, consent and communication issue there. And also, and just anyone can join Tinder. It's so easy, too easy. I guess. And how can you report someone like, hello, this person literally made me sick? Yeah. Like, oh, shouldn't they have some goodness. kind of vetting system? <laughs> like, yeah, well, can't you report someone on Tinder? Well, if you can't, then... You can report things on, like, Facebook and things. So I would assume yeah, that you could report... I think you can, you can report a... stuff on Tinder. I think it's more like maybe if you're so embarrassed about it, you don't even think about reporting them. You're just like, oh, my God, that was so embarrassing. I'm just going to go home and call it a day. Mm. But I guess this happened to a lot of women <laughs> in Melbourne. So if you're listening and you're in Melbourne and there's a guy who wants you to go to his house to, to cook, cook for dinner. you... yeah. Maybe don't. don't. <laughs> this is a public service announcement calling Literally. all singles on Tinder or dating apps from the Naughty Root Show. You can if never be too careful. If there's a guy who wants to cook dinner for you on the first date, don't go. He'll drug you and make you shit your pants. Maybe, though. Okay. That's well a risk then, now. What about if it's a first date and you want to introduce, I mean, totally out there, introduce a kink, mm. how would you go about that? First date, that's pretty We have bold. to communicate it. Yeah, not, like, not <laughs> drugging someone. Oh yeah. My God. So I, feel, I even feel like How do you if, you have, from if that? you have that fetish, someone else out there has it too. So even like, I mean, poop's not my thing, but sh- it's obviously other people's thing. So you, you can find someone who's into that as well. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to go to these lengths. There are certain sites that you can go to to set up these relationships. Yes. Over kinks. Maybe, maybe he needs it. Maybe he... Lo- oh, sorry, I'm just can't. This is just I know, much. this is worst case scenario. I mean, like, you do you, but... But don't force someone else yeah. to do you. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. Literally. Well said. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I just had to share that with everybody because I felt, although it was scary, everyone needs to hear it, I feel. Oh, Because it makes completely. the risk real. Well, it, it's, it brings about the point that you don't know what to expect on a first date. You don't know mm. what the sort of what sort of a person they are. They're very different to the sort of person they are behind a screen. So yes. you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, That's if, why I always say, like, start first dates in public places. Yes, because you never know who safer. you're gonna actually meet. Yeah. It's safer. You've got a get out plan. There's people around. You know, don't go for first dinner dates and have to have the police on speed dial. I know, so true. It's just too risky these days. It's not worth it. Well, thank you for that interesting story, and I'm so sorry for the 
woman who had I know, to experience that. I know, I'm sorry. And I'm so sorry that I just put it on the radio, but I felt like everybody <laughs> needed Everybody <laughs> needs to hear no that. No names. It's a public service yes. announcement. Yes. Um, if you have a dating horror story or you want to weigh in, you can message us on Tumblr. It can be anonymous um, at thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We are... Answering all your questions that you've sent in. You guys have sent in loads this week and we are so excited to get into the nitty-gritty with you. So if you do have any more Tumblr questions, keep them flowing in because we have got a whole show and a half to go. No, that's a lie. Hour and a half is what I meant to say. Uh, you can find it at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash arts. Completely anonymous. Don't need an account. Just chuck them in there. Send them in. Have a listen. Awesome. Our first question that we've got is... Have you or would you ever go back to an ex for sex? First of all, I love the rhyming in that. Whoever sent that in, shout out. You're a poet and you probably know it. <laughs> Guys, would you go back to an ex for sex? Oh, I uh, made a deal with my ex that we wouldn't do that to each other just because I feel like it can be so toxic. It can be tempting because you know it's good and all of that jazz. And like mm. sometimes you miss them, whatever, but it's just it can make things so emotionally complicated. Guilty. I did it. Did it work out well? No, of yeah, course see? it didn't work it's out well. But I did it because I'd always wanted to have sex in a car and we were at a party <laughs> and he was there and I was like, well, this is one of my bucket list things. How convenient. We so, have to do it. We played it so <laughs> cool. Fate. This is my anecdote. Um, played it so cool. I was like to him, ah, oh, you seem to have run out of drinks. You have more drinks in your car, don't you? And he said... Yeah, I think I do. So we went to get the drinks from his car. Didn't have drinks in his car. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And um, actually, this is a great part of the story. Um, yeah, th- that happened. Uh, probably for about an hour. Like, it was quite long. And then we went back into the party and there was no one there. <laughs> like, we were like two doors down on the street in his car and... We're back into the party. There was no one there. It got shut down by the cops <gasps> while we were in the car. Oh, thank God you were having sex. <laughs> <laughs> so we came back to a party that was like there was like it was like ghost town. People had gone to bed. People had gone home. So that. So you sweet. should go back to an ex for sex. Yeah, because it'll get reason. you out of police situations. Oh, <laughs> no, and it was it was I would say probably don't do it because it got very yucky because. It was just, yeah, there's a lot of emotion involved. Yeah, like, I know for me, I'd want to close off that sort of period and just heal or whatever I need to do and then move forward. But I think, like, a lot of listeners might be able to relate. Like, if you didn't, if you got broken up with, I became a little bit self-destructive. So I was like, I don't care about my feelings. I don't care about getting hurt. I just want to be around him. Oh. <laughs> no, tragic. But it's like, okay. Got your brain it. so says fine. one thing and then like your heart and yeah. vagina say another. Oh. You know what I mean? So like your, your mm. brain's saying this is a bad idea, but you know, your vagina's saying it's been a while and your heart's <laughs> saying I miss him. So yeah. then oh. the two win, you know. Two against one. Yeah. It's like gang up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Our next question is, what does a girl wanting to wait mean? Hmm. Sometimes I think it's like... The ultimate compliment, in a way, because that mean in for some people it means I see more, see more for you in our future than just sex. So I want to get to know you first. At least that's what it means to me. If I prefer, if I want to wait with somebody, yeah, no, that's it fair means enough. I want this to be more than sex. So I'm yeah, gonna I reckon try it can be it. completely flattering. 
because it's like they want to... Also, it could be waiting for someone special or it could be waiting till they're ready. Mm. Well, it's not very specific. Uh, wanting to wait. Yeah, what does that mean? Is it just it, anything? Well, it's um, very vague, that question. Yeah. Well, on last week's episode, we spoke about... Well, we actually run a segment called... It was about Steve Harvey's book, and in his book, um, he proposes that women follow the 90-day rule, which is where you wait 90 days to have sex with someone if you want it to be serious. And he suggests that men won't take you seriously <gasps> in a relationship if you don't wait 90 days to have sex with them. Who is this man? And chop off his head. He's the family feud host. He's like a comedian uh. slash <laughs> well, that's speaker of all men, funny. apparently. That's okay. just what he suggests. So maybe... Well, was it self-published? Because yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, this might explain so many things. <laughs> uh, we'll keep those Tumblr questions coming in because they were great to unpack. The Naughty Rude Show forward slash ask. Completely anonymous. Don't have to have an account. And we love hearing your juicy goss too. So send us in stories if you have any of those. Um, but the opposite of wanting to wait is having some regular touch, and this one is by Vera Blue. Smooth. You're listening to The Naughty Road Show on Sin Nation. You're listening to The Naughty Road Show. That was Regular Touch by Vera Blue. And we've got some <laughs> stuff to talk about. Why are you laughing? So just... behind the scenes there, we just told uh, James to do it in his sexiest, suavest voice, and I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> I got quite a bit off guard, so... <laughs> It's not as deep as it could be, but I'm tired, so... I look forward to the next time we come back from us. Oh, thank you. (laughs) We are talking all things contraceptives right now. That is anything from the pill to condoms to abstinence, really. Um, And I just want to start off with a bit of an anecdote about when I first went on the pill... I went on. I went and saw my doctor for the first time, and I was going on it uh, for my skin initially because it um, clears up like acne and that kind of thing. And I went to my doctor and got a prescription, and she. I went and got this pill, and I was on it for three months, and I spent three months crying. And mm. I, this is the first time I've been on contraceptives, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. My hormones were all over the joint. It was a period of my life where I was doing um, a community uh, like musical show. So I would be backstage, cry my eyes out, go on, do a number, come back off, cry. Couldn't work out what was going on. And as Jeez. soon as I switched pills onto a different one, all those hormone imbalances cleared up and I was fine. So I'm just telling this story because I know there's a lot of people out there that would be able to relate to this, especially when you're going on a contraceptive for the first time or you're going on an implanon or something and your hormones are all out of balance. You know, there's not necessarily one contraceptive that is better than the other, but there's Mm. ones that are better for you. I was just about to say that because everybody's body is going to react differently to the different hormones that are being put in it. Yeah. So it's really important that you find one that, agrees with your system because what's right for you may not be right for me exactly yes that's crazy to me I, I would never even consider that because I don't have to put anything in me even though maybe arguably there should be something just to make me less sterile you know from a scientific point of view I know that they're trying to work on a like a yeah. male birth control pill but because women I guess release like one egg per month it's way easier to control a woman's reproductive system mm. than a male who produces millions of sperm a day 
Yeah. So it's one a month versus baby making machines. Yes. <laughs> so it's a lot diff- more. It's a lot more difficult. Hmm. Funny enough, Dean, I have a funny like very similar story to what you have when I tried um, Deepavora, which is like a the injection, one of the injections. Um, so so what, can you explain a little bit about it? Yeah. Do you get so it's it once? a ho- hormonal birth control that's, I guess, delivered to a woman in the form of an injection. And it lasts for eight to ten weeks, depending on what type of injection you have. Mine lasted 12 weeks. Okay. So basically I was, like, getting 12 weeks' worth of hormones at once. And it's supposed oh. to slowly release throughout, like, the 12 weeks. Bullshit. Because <laughs> I cried Ooh. and cried and cried. I would drive the like cry at the drop of a hat for the first three days after getting this injection every time I would get it. But just to explain to guys out there who obviously don't have a period that when it becomes that time of the month when you do get your period, sometimes girls will cry and that's why people say that, oh, you must be on you know, you know, must be on your rags or must and I hate those type of expressions. I think that people mm. need to be more sensitive about these things because sometimes I'll find myself crying and I don't know like someone will say what's wrong and I have no idea what's wrong. There's nothing wrong, really. Yeah. Mm. It's just the hormones in my body are, you know, messing with my head at that period that pardon the pun period of time because of the imbalances and that the things that come along with being a woman so Mm. i think that guys need to be more sensitive in those situations and don't derogatorily say yeah uh, oh she must be on her rags what is it the time in the month yeah that kind of thing i don't like when people just assume those things as well. I'm so on behalf of men. I'm so sorry. We have no idea what <laughs> we're talking about. We have no idea what you're going through, and that's probably why. And so, the less ignorant people are, I think, the better it should be. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on the flip side, like although some hormonal birth controls can make you extremely emotional, it can also make you depressed. Like that's one of the side effects that many mm-hmm. people report. Like and a complete lack of emotion altogether. And ironically, some of them can affect, it depends on how it affects you personally, but they can affect your libido. Yes. So that's a bit ironic as well. I know. So funny. where can you go to for for help if you don't know what's going on? Well, I personally went to my doctor. I went to another doctor, not uh, through private healthcare at that time because women's health is something that's very important to me. So I went to yeah. a women's health specialist and then she prescribed a pill for me that was better. And, yeah, that's worked for me. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of it is trial and error, though. Oh, like, for sure, because yeah. you don't know how it's going to affect try, you. Yeah, you have to try a few things before you get it right and don't be, like, ashamed to go back or embarrassed yeah. if something's not agreeing with you and think, oh, I have to tough it out or... Because yeah, a went- lot of... They'll tell you, like, oh, you know, this is just the start. Yeah, and I went through four different types of pill before I got the one that works for my body. Yeah, and that's common. Yeah. Yeah. But then we can also also talk about condoms as a form of contraceptive. I mean, because the whole idea of contraceptives is to avoid pregnancy and sexually transmitted... Is it infections or diseases, the technical thing you're supposed to say? Then? Both. Right. Yes. But STIs, STDs, STIDs, DIs. Yes, but I think it's important to note that... Like, let's say you're on the pill. That doesn't mean you don't need to use a condom because that won't protect from STIs and STDs. Absolutely not. Yes. No, not at all. Um, Another little stat that I thought was quite interesting was that although condoms have the potential to be 98% effective, they're typically only 82% effective due to user error. Right. Ah. If you don't put them on the right way or... You use the wrong lube. Or you pierce the latex. 
Yeah, that's a big one to not do. Yeah, to not it makes it entirely ineffective. Yeah. You, you, what's it? Uh, re- this is me remembering from like grade ten. You like pinch the tip, make sure the rings on the outside, and then roll it down the banana. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but we did have a Tumblr question about condoms. Yes, I think the question is just condoms. Dot dot dot. Yes or no. <laughs> well, I would say definitely yes, because especially if you don't know if your partner has, if I don't know, it's a one-night stand or whatever, if you don't know if they've been tested for STIs or STDs, um, definitely use a condom. Also, if you're not on the pill or on any form of other contraceptive, it is a great idea to use condoms. Yeah, I think even if you're in like a committed relationship, I think you think, oh, you know, we're not sleeping with other people so we can not use condoms anymore if, like, let's say you're using another form of contraception. But just because they're not sleeping with anybody else right now doesn't mean they haven't picked up something in the past. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Yeah. So I think it's really important to be tested, everybody out there. Yeah, Mm. and testing is free. And it's not scary. I feel like there's all these horror stories, like, people say, oh, it's so painful, it's so scary. No, it's not. not. It's part of being an adult. If you're old enough to have sex, you're old enough to be tested. Exactly, and it's just you can make a... Doctor's appointment at a bulk build place. You can go there. You give. Um, they do like blood tests and urine samples. That's all you really need to do. You can do it in the same appointment, and then you just come in uh, a week or two later when the results come in, and the doctor gives you the results. So it's simple. It's easy. You can do it of an afternoon. Yes. Well, good one. Well, we've got loads more coming up, especially one of my favourite segments, James Splaining. Where James has written a load of questions, am I right? Yeah, I, I, there's a lot I haven't figured out. <laughs> still haven't figured out that I just need to get off my chest before we wrap up this week. Sugar and spice and everything nice. X, 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 I love that little track there because it reminds me, I can just picture like a Muppet singing it. That's what it sounds like. That's, James, you're a Muppet. Is that a compliment or an insult, James? Someone else has been calling me a Muppet at work. <laughs> like, oh, whenever, I, whenever you walk past, I think about the Muppets. I, I don't understand what you mean. I think I'm it's a, a huge compliment. Although people uh, listening in, might they don't know what I'm... I look like, for all they know, I could you be You could be. You're just, just a purple a sock puppet. <laughs> um, Voiced by one of us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very impressive, but um, I assure you I'm not a Muppet. Um, I don't know much, though. I'm not so sure you, how Muppets So you're a Muppet know. in the expression of the phrase. You're a uh, Muppet. Yeah, I'm a, I guess I am a bit of a Muppet. <laughs> uh, I've got some questions... I've I've had some questions every week and I've learned a lot and it's been real real great. Um, but I've still got some more because we're running out of time. I just I just got to get these off my chest. Uh, do you ever do you ever or should you ever stop catching the feels? You've you've talked about like catching the feels a bit like, over over this um, season. Um, yeah, what what happens to it? I think you go through phases of feels and unfeels. Right. Mm. Oh, the unfeels. Mm, the unfeels. Just when, especially after a breakup and you're just exhausted from all the feels, then you don't 
I've had periods of time where I just don't feel I'm not feel nothing. I'm not like an empty shell, but yeah. <laughs> but just don't really crush on anyone. If okay. that makes yeah. sense. Like your focus just isn't there. Yeah. yeah I have or you're focusing sometimes. on yourself more yeah. or things like that. Yeah. When you say should you ever stop catching the feels, yeah. do you mean like put the brakes on a person? Like you're starting to catch the yeah. feels for a person, then you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, like should <laughs> Let's you? Let's revert. Should you? If I don't know. If there's I, something like going on, depends on the relationship, I guess. If you're, a, if it's possibly illegal for you to have those feels, like if it's a student-teacher right. situation, then eh, your feels. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it can be so hard to like. Stop catching the feels, though. Oh, yeah. for you know sure. Because I mean? like, especially, I don't know if you guys have ever had this, but sometimes if you can't have something, you just want it yes. even more. Yeah. yeah, like if they're not interested. So, like, you're like, oh, I know I should get over this, but it's like, but I need you. And also the, the what if. Like, if you, you always mm. wonder what if, if you sort of don't go for it. Yeah, because that's kind of why could I've happen. tried to kind of put a break on my feels in the past. Like, because something I just know isn't realistic or or anything like that so I just why would it not be realistic is it because of your relationship with that person or <laughs> at the time <laughs> it's just because I'd never talked to them oh. no you, you then give you it a chance then yeah, yeah. then it is a huge what if because you don't know what could happen that's potentially realistic because you don't know that's when people say oh no I don't find that person attractive I don't but we all have different taste in people right that's what makes it, dating so interesting is because you never know who you're going to fall for. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I don't know Good about luck. you, but I feel like off the bat, I'm never attracted to anybody. And then, like, the more you get to know them, then they become... Then, like, one day you just look at them and they're, like, a sexual being. Okay. <laughs> like, a sexual it's like, yeah, it's like you just look at them through different eyes one day. Oh. So, you, a lot of people that you have, like, dated, you reckon, have, like, come from your, like, other circles that you... Yeah, I've been friends with everybody that I've dated before right. I fell for them. I don't really see people, I'm like, yep, hot, like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of like that approach as well, I guess. That's kind of how I'd, I'd do it, I think. I have more questions about the feels, like, uh, yeah, what about the opposite? What if other people are catching feels for you? And you you don't really have many feelings for them. What do you do ooh, then? Oh, pick me. Yeah. Um, David, I would say please. just don't lead them on. It is so cruel to lead someone on if you're not interested. Just mm. so that I know that I've been in a situation where someone's led me on and they don't have feelings, but they just want to keep you around. Mm. Oh, just okay. like as an option. Just yeah. second best later on. Or just and to see what they can get from you. Yeah, that's or- not fun. Being taken advantage of is not fun, especially if that yeah. person has the feels. Yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> I w- yeah, I wish more people would, would do that, not leave people. I think, though, in some circumstances, like, you're not even thinking about them in that light. Then they come forward and say, hey, I have mm. feelings for you. Then off the bat, you say, no, no. And then when you go home and, like, stew about it, you're like, hang on, maybe I do like them. Has that, that happened to yeah, you? Yeah, um, what do you mean? Okay, like, I've had people before, like, ask me on dates or say, hey, I like you. And I'm like, no, like, you know, we're just friends. Like, come on, like, chill. Don't ruin the friendship. 
Then I go home and then I'm like, wait, oh, like, I like them too. Like it's like never considered yeah. it. Yeah. Before. And then it's like, how did I not know that? I, so but that's I love the difficult them. thing for me, like yeah. the, the, the friendship and the um, potential relationship kind of getting in the way. Like, uh, yeah, if you're like really good friends with someone, is it leading them on to sort of even stay friends with them? I don't know if that makes any sense, you know? You like, you want to keep someone around because they're your friend. But then if but they also, like you, you yeah. also don't want to, you know, you don't want to ruin that friendship. Yeah, so what do you do You'd then? have to be more gentle about it. You'd have to, I guess, keep things very G-rated. Like, don't... Yeah, and don't yeah. flirt and don't mm-hmm. just... I don't I hate to say it like this, but keep your arm's length. Don't, you know, go about go out of your way to sort of entice them when you know that you don't want the same thing as they do. Yeah. It's just a cruel thing to do. And mm. I still feel like you can still be friends with them, Um but if it's not working for them, then I feel like it's their call to be like, hey, I just need some space from you right now. Like, I, I yeah. can't get over you. Yeah. Because yeah, if you're yeah, around someone all the time, you, yeah, you would, can't really get over them because they're just in your face all the time. Yeah. Because I think some people feel like, I don't want to come forward with, with my feelings because I don't want the friendship to be thrown out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's either one or the other, but it doesn't have to be that way, I don't think. Yeah, good. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear um, that it's okay to have your own distance from someone to like uh, to say, oh, sorry, I need to spend some time away from you. Just yeah, to, completely. That's completely your call as well. Yeah. Just uh, sometimes you have to treat, put yourself first. Treat yourself with respect. Mm-hmm. Treat yeah. yourself how you would treat someone else. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Oh, life lessons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any other questions, James? Oh well, of course I do. Uh, there's, still <laughs> a lot, there's still a lot to learn. Um, this with another nugget. Yeah. This is like a kind of non-question. It's, uh, well, what what would I still have no idea about? What haven't I asked yet? What would a 16-year-old have no idea about? That's a really tough one because there's things We've that I don't even know. some yeah. content, yeah. 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 What do you know that I don't things know? things that we don't even know about. Yes, yeah. 100%. There's still things that I ask my friends like, what is he thinking? What is he thinking? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Hang on. After the break, we're going to throw to a track. But we're going to flip this on its head, as it is our last episode together. James, you're going to explain to us. Oh, no. So it's Dana and Holly explaining. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's throw to, this is Winston Surf Shirt, Be About You. But after this, this is James explaining flipped on its head. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation with Holly, Dana and James. A smooth Winston Surf shirt there with Be About You. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation with Dana, Holly and James. And you sound very excited. Oh, mm-hmm. I am so excited. So just before we did our regular segment, James Explaining, which is where we explain some things to James where he has questions about, whether it's relationships or sex-wise. And we've decided, as it is our last episode together, as a little family, as a little crew, that we'd flip this bad boy on its head. Mm. So it's going to be Dana and Holly explaining, and we're going to ask you the questions now, James. We're going to pick your brain about being a g- being a guy. About sure, I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too. You've been keeping these questions secret from me. I'm so I just want to know. Okay, so we're going to hit you pretty hard first. (laughs) The tough questions. What is it like having a dick? (laughs) It gets in the way sometimes. (laughs) No! No, Like physically? 
Well, like most of the time, it's not really that there. That it's that just there. gone. <laughs> it's I external. Mean, <laughs> it's there, like a nose or a, I mean, or a yeah. finger. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you just got to watch out. You the nose out. of the <laughs> The nose of the nether regions. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. Like, um, well, not hard, but like, it's uh, yeah, not it's a thing <laughs> not all to, like, the time. Sometimes, no, hopefully. no, no. What I mean is, it's um, having to navigate uh, moving like in crowds and stuff, like sidestepping. Sorry, <laughs> what do you mean? What in case you knock I mean, that, someone? Yeah, it, it's not. Why like, don't you just wear like women wear bras so yeah, their yeah. boobs aren't flying around? <laughs> Why don't men have more supportive we, underwear? We wear so, underwear, man. But obviously you need more supportive <laughs> if you have to watch what your sides do. <laughs> you need more supportive undergarments. Uh, what happens if you knock someone with it? Is it uncomfortable for well, them or is it uncomfortable for you? Yeah, oh, yeah, you just don't want that to happen. So <laughs> you avoid you it. I don't know, isn't it the same the with crowd. breasts? Sorry, yeah. no. Yeah. Like I'm not sure running about running into people boobs first. <laughs> I guess not. Um, I don't know what to say. Was it like having a, a penis? Uh, it's easy to wee, very easy to wee. You can oh, wee anywhere you want. Where we have to pop a squat, you can just whip it out. I didn't even know you could pop a squat. How do you think you like do ages? it in the olden days in the bush times? Yeah, it, was, see, it make, <laughs> does make a lot of sense. Uh, having a penis isn't even the real thing. It's the, the testicles that... Uh, go like further down and further up depending on the temperature. Are they like <laughs> super sensitive, like people say? Yeah. So, like, yeah, if, you... if you prod it, doesn't like it. Don't. No. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't prod it. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's all real malleable and can get sticky. Ah, can get sticky. <laughs> or, like, of an afternoon or, like, if you're getting jiggy with it. Yeah, just in, in the heat. Oh. Well, I have another question for you, James. Yeah, sure. Do guys feel jealous about the closeness of girls' friendships hmm. and they don't want to admit it? Or uh, give me the backstory. Well, like, for me, um, I, I, I love the way, uh, you know, people can have, like, platonic friendships with, like, uh, people that aren't attracted to each other sexually. I'm kind of jealous of that. In, and that's that's uh, like guys and guys and like um, women and women heterosexuals obviously um, that can just uh, have that friendship without any possible uh, sexual uh, happenings in it. So I'm not I'm not that jealous. I mean I I'm, I'm not jealous of the friendship itself. I'm just I I just want to be friends with you. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I want to be friends I'm with following. you, but I'm kind of from a different club. I kind of always had this impression in my mind that men, even if they know a, like a woman is straight, they think that her and her friend may be interested in a threesome or, oh. do you know what I mean? Or they might get experimental. That's what I'd always thought from like, oh, you know, at sleepovers they do pillow fights, like that kind of like stigma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of always thought that guys had this fantasy about like straight girls getting it on. I think some do, but they're idiots. <laughs> I've never had that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another question for you, James. Hit me. Um, do guys, like, overthink emotions or relationships or, you know, do they think about what's going on in her head? Like, because I feel like I overthink a lot yeah. in relationships. That's just... Yeah. And the sometimes I think yes. that guys, like, 
can't even like walk properly, let alone think about emotions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, some people are very stupid. <laughs> all of, of all genders, but some people also overthink a lot. From either gender too, I'm one of those people I overthink all the time. I, I get so far into my own head and don't, you know, check in often enough to actually ground myself in mm. what is actually happening, what the actual situation is. Oh, that makes me feel a lot calmer. Yeah. No, we're not alone. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you want people to be thinking about what they're doing, I guess, in a relationship. But also, if we are thinking as much as I say we are, then maybe should we be doing better? <laughs> should we be doing better? <laughs> Does that kind of answer the question? Yes, we kind of think and overthink. Yeah, I think it's different for different people as well because yeah. some guys, I feel like they don't really express... I, I guess they feel emotion but not very good at expressing it. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that males, some males I should say, because can't, we can't speak on behalf of all males, why do you feel like some males aren't like as expressive as females. Yeah, I think a lot of us aren't really that as emotionally intelligent, mm, really. Good expression. Um, I mean, I wasn't for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got to learn uh, and, you know, talk to people to learn, you know, uh, how to talk about what you feel. And that's kind mm. of like, well, like, it's an important part of your emotional development. And uh, I think a lot of guys are just dumb. In that, in but that you can place also. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, James, because I was chatting to a friend of mine. He is very emotionally intelligent, very aware. He's great at yeah. coaching people through situations. I call him my little life coach. Yeah. Like whenever I have a scenario, he, we talk it through, and he's very aware of his emotions and reading the emotions of others. So, I think it's really important that you said that you can learn how to like communicate your emotions That's right. and because it is when uh, he said skill. to me the other day you you're not good at relationships at the beginning yeah. you learn how to be good at relationships it's not something that everybody has in them like a primal instinct exactly so you can learn how to communicate your emotions and learn how to you can become more emotionally intelligent yeah but you've got to be in the right uh, environment like learning environment for that to happen so you've got to have good friends people you trust yeah. People that you can talk to. I have a question now. So yeah. if you think you can learn these skills, can you change a man? <laughs> I'd say no. No. I mean, but you said just from you can my experience. Learn. Yeah, you can learn, but oh, maybe. When you say change a man, do you mean yeah? Like what do you mean his, change a man? Core. Like, yeah, that's, that's a question say, I got for you. What's changing a man? How are you going to change a person? I guess when I say it, what I'm more thinking is like, let's say he, oh, he's like. <laughs> Aloof with his emotions, doesn't really let people in, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they tell you... this is Now it's getting very specific. <laughs> yeah. Like, they tell you, you know, oh, I'm just not a relationship, a relationship person. Like, it's just no, not I for feel me, like blah, blah, blah. You can, can you change mm, a man then? Can you make them a relationship person? Sell yes. Them down? Oh, I don't know. Well, that sounds like it depends on the person because you could get me so easily. Anyone who shows me love can have me. <laughs> oh, you muppet. Um, <laughs> but I feel like with a... I don't like the expression change a man, but I feel like you can... We can all educate ourselves That's about true. emotions yeah. and really opening up. And I think that takes practice. Yeah, and that will change a man for the better. Yeah, so... And, I mean, it'll change any of us. So what you're saying is 
a person can grow if they want to. Yeah. Maybe it's the timing or the right person. I feel like for anybody. Yeah, there's some things you'll never get rid of, probably, like bad habits. That's probably the one thing I'm Chewing your fingernails. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, you can grow people in the right areas, I think, with love and support and communication. On that note, we're going to throw to a beautiful track. This one is True Lovers by Holy Holy. We're going to come back with more Dana and Holly explaining part B after this. We'll be chatting dating. This is the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. And we've been having some some back and forth questions here. That's going to continue. I just I just explained some some stuff to Dana and Holly. It was great. I'm learning so much. I always wanted to pick the brain of a guy. So I reckon we just do a a quick fire round. We just fire all questions around. And hopefully we answer some of your questions. X, 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 Time to explain to Jane. X, 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 I just really don't know anything. X, 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 Please. Muppet. Sorry, they can't help myself. Apparently I'm a Muppet. <laughs> Alright. Let's go straight in. Quick fire round. Let's James, go. why don't guys overthink texts? Or do they? We do. I do. Like, do you write it, delete it, do it in notes, transport it to the message, <laughs> accidentally send it to the, your mum? Like, <laughs> uh, that's what I we think, do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was in a phase of doing that, but at the moment I've learned uh, there's no... Wrong text, the only wrong thing to do is to be hesitant. Just say what you feel, and that's quite an emotionally intelligent and advanced thing to do. And that's what I'm doing at the moment, actually. Go you! Yeah, go. Absolutely. How about you? Why, do you overthink texts, or if do you not? If things are not going good, then absolutely. Right. Even if things are going great, I'm overthinking it. So overthinking like the sending, and what about the receiving? Because I do that a lot. As in I like think the, I, the I time more overthink what is being sent to me than what I'm sending out. Yeah. I don't care what I'm sending out. I just yeah. care oh, what really? I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Really? Yeah. Because I know like I'm being honest, but it's like, well, are they? <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. yeah I, what about I, the I time period? Think. Like, ah, oh, I must wait 45 minutes before I send the next <laughs> text. Life's too short for that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> And I'll forget about it. <laughs> and then I'll be like 12 hours. So I'll just like, oh, while it's dinged, I'll just ding him back. Right. But what do you think, James? Yeah, I, I, I appreciate um, like quick messaging, but I also sometimes have been a, a, an incredible dumb piece of garbage and just tried to pretend I was busy or that I wasn't <laughs> obsessed yeah. with them and so wait a bit. But that's, that's stupid and I don't do that anymore. Just, I, I try to just yeah, much more mature. Whatever I feel like, just go for that. Great, I love it. Okay. Why do men like the chase so much? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> that answers the question. I mean, what do you mean In the chase? In my experience, like they want to get you once they have you. Nah. Oh right, like the. <laughs> I see what you mean. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of like security if if I can have like a lovely relationship where we just cuddle on the couch all the time just live together uh, that'd be great um, <laughs> but some people are more adventurous or whatever it is I don't understand those people those people <laughs> are my mates <laughs> the, the chase the chase 
I see it as like a like a Sahara animal and like they're yeah. like out on the chase and then they'll like kill it for fun and That's then just how I leave picture it most there. men. Yeah. They'll just like leave it there. The dead dying limp girl. <laughs> just like you know, once they've got her, they're yeah, right. tap out. Yeah, boys, I did it. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> fuck that. Uh, what about um what about like sometimes I feel like uh guys feel like they have to chase. Like, uh, girls kind of enjoy a guy chasing them. What's that about? Oh, what is that about? It's it's nice to feel wanted. Mm. Right. And, like, I guess if you're, someone's chasing you, then you... It's so stupid, but I guess you have the upper hand and you have... Yeah. You get to call the shots. And especially after, like, personally, especially after being hurt mm. previously, it's nice to have that power one, one like, right. one, like, a time. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it's not a very mature thing to no. do, I don't think. Oh, I'm so we glad I'm older now. Go through phases. Man, it's so good to be out of high school and uni. Oh, isn't it? But if you're in high school or uni, stay Wait in out. school, kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just, yeah, enjoy it while... Yeah, you've learned so much. Yeah, it's yeah. a great time in your life. Like, I've learned... Don't wish your life away, mate. Yeah, emotionally I've learned so much through those times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, why don't... Why don't guys approach girls when they're attracted to them? That's a question you, wanted, you seem to have wanted to ask me. Um, <laughs> Let me ask you. Why Why don't girls approach girls when they're attracted to them? <laughs> why don't we approach... Wait, what's the question? Yeah, again? like why? if you're at a bar and if, like, you see someone that is, like, attractive and, you know, you might like them. Yeah. Why don't guys approach like us? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Why are you intimidated to approach someone you're attracted to? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm very <laughs> intimidated. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, yeah, I'm just I'm just shy. I'm uh, scared of rejection. Isn't that a usual thing? To like, uh, yeah, or also, yeah, I think I'd have, well, like, this is, this is a stupid, like, insecurity thing for me. But I think, oh, I've got no hope. But then there's also that other element of I don't want to bother someone that might might not want to be bothered. But, like, you know? the worst I could say is, no, no, thank you. Right. Okay. I have... Do it more. <laughs> okay. But then there's also those... You, the the guy that comes to mind when you say that uh, to me is an absolute dickhead that will just, like, go up and talk to anyone. In my, like, I have male <laughs> friends who say they are now, like, they're not used to even approaching women anymore because they're so used to social media. Right. Okay. So they're scared to approach people in person now and they know they don't have to because they can mm. get laid on an app. Yeah, ah. right. It is It is a skill that... Or like a skill or like a thing that you can do that shouldn't be... But it takes practising, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I guess people don't have enough practice these days. Mm. Yeah. Well, on the same vein, is it intimidating when girls, I guess, are at a bar or in, in, a, in a group? Is that intimidating? Girls are in a group? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that seems like impenetrable. <laughs> like it's, if you're just one guy like going over and say, oh, hello, I feel like an absolute idiot. In that same like token though, if a girl was at a bar by herself, would you think, oh, she's a loner or a loser or whatever? No, I'd be kind of concerned. I'd be like... <laughs> concerned? Do you want us in a pack or do you want us alone? I'm just- <laughs> I mean, if, if she's by herself, then I don't know what to think. I probably would... Okay, yeah, would you think she's like, waiting on a guy or something? I don't know. I'm not that judgmental. I don't think. Okay, so you just take it as, oh, she's alone. 
but yeah, now I'd you say, want to approach I think, him oh, more. that's weird because girls seem to usually travel in groups. It's like safer, and they're just like okay, no, no, no. Let's rewind. Unlearn that. Unlearn that now, James. Okay, what's okay? Because girls are independent; they yeah. can do things by themselves. Right. I go to gigs yes. by myself all the time. Okay. I go to the theater by myself yeah. all the time. I take myself to the movies. It's mm. not a sad thing. It's not a sad I'm not situation. It's sad. I know, but for people out there who might think, "Oh, she didn't have anybody to go with," I choose to go by myself. Yes, because yeah. it's me time. It's I meet so many people when I do things like that. Yeah. I network more. I. I went to a gig a week ago by myself, just there in the middle of the mosh by myself. I met someone. It was great. Awesome. So, like, you can – and you meet – I think, for me, it's a great way of meeting new people because I always – look, sometimes I'm shit scared to do it, but I'll do it because it's putting myself out there. Right. And it forces me to put myself out there. And it challenges me. And that, to me, is important for my development. Mm. So, eat and sad, eat independent. Yes. Great. So if there's a girl just at a bar by herself, I should think, oh, good on you. Yes. She's a strong, independent woman. That's a woman I should want to know. And then you go up to her and say, hey, what are you doing? What are you drinking? That sounds like a stupid thing to say. Why? Go up and say hello. Hello? That's a good good opener. Then where do you go from there? Hello. Yeah, where do you go from there? It's me. (laughs) You just start singing. I could do that. I could do that. Okay, that is a whole lot of context here. <laughs> Let's, uh, do we have any more questions here? Oh, wait, there's so much to cover. I do have one last question to wrap us up. So why do men still feel like it's okay to give um, other women a- attention if they're in a relationship? Like, like pictures on social media and that kind of thing. Oh, liking pictures on so social not, media, that's yeah, a real So no-no. not like flirting or anything. Nothing crazy, like just like a like or a, a hug or whatever. Uh, is that not okay? If like uh, <laughs> James is just flummoxed by all these questions, like we think these things about men, and he's like, do they? <laughs> we okay. don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> so um, if you're in like a relationship, uh, like committed, uh, 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 what's the word? I've lost the word, but like. Uh, Like an exclusive relationship, monogamous relationship. Uh, You can still have, like, uh, friends from the opposite gender that you can hug, right? (laughs) Like, a hug's just a hug. It's not... Maybe a a Christian hug, like a side-to-side hug. Okay. Like a a side hug, like just the one arm around, like... Are you saying when you're in a relationship you don't want other guys to give you a hug? No, I don't. This really? is my personal space. Get away from it. Are you serious? Yeah. I hug my mates all the time, whether I was in a relationship or not. But when yeah, they, I, I, many I have guy friends, and when they come close, like if I was in, a, like back when I was in a relationship, um, I could see it coming. You're like, oh god, oh no, I guess we're going in for it. But uh, you know, I would feel bad. Like I was like, oh no, oh yeah. god. Oh, so you really I don't like it? Maybe that's just a personal thing because I would always like give a kiss on the cheek or give a hug to say hello. A kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Kiss on the cheek. I mean, it's not if you were out with sloppy your- contact. It's just, you know, <laughs> cheek on cheek and you make that noise. What if you were out with someone that you were interested in and then they got a kiss on the cheek from another girl? That's how we literally say to hello to each other, me and my group of friends. That right. is our greeting. Know. It's not like, oh, yeah, we'll give a handshake. That's weird. You give a kiss on the cheek. You just say the way though. Like, hey. Now we're in conversation. See, people are so different. It's not men and women. It's... Mind and mind, you know. Yeah, That's and it's learnt. also co- different cultures. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. Because I hate the Australian awkward, like, do your handshake, do your hug, which side do you hug, do you do a kiss, do you do it? My dad always double kisses. So it's like nearly fucking smacks him on the lips every time because <laughs> it's like they don't know that until you yeah. get to know my dad, you know that he'll do that every time. Mm. And I actually, I don't know fucking why he does that. So <laughs> we live in Australia, mate. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> uh, I guess so. It depends on the person. I think if you're not comfortable with that, you should let them know. Not to, um, not to like. I any think you can tell someone something, but if that's who they are, then they're going to continue to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> I think something from this conversation. I think it's, I think it's something thing. I need to get over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a whole world out there. You are going to be kissed on the cheek a hell of a lot more times <laughs> than you're going to be able to cope with. Uh, um, but I wish you well with that, and uh, we're going to play "Wish You Well" by Bernard Fanning. <laughs> you listen to the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. Ooh yeah. X X X X X favourite bit is please. <laughs> yeah, you've got to say please. It's the magic please, word. Please explain. <laughs> I couldn't just leave it off. Um, Alright, so it's our last show together and um, as we're reaching the climax, I wanted to ask about <laughs> climaxes. How do you do it? How, how do you do it? So that's like a the pretty simple kind of topic. How does a, how does a man do it for a woman? Oh, or maybe the same... <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe the what? What about the other way first? Because I I hear that's easier. How does a woman do it for a man? How do you even explain this? Yeah, um, like I'd I'd love to learn some secrets, like some some tips that I probably I don't know, wouldn't use. I just want to know how you do it. Well, yeah. for if a guy's doing it for me, I like to tell them what I like because then, yeah. like, if they climax and I don't. Yeah, it's no good. I've been known to get shitty. <laughs> because I, I don't think fair it's enough. fair. Fair enough. Especially if they know how to do it. Like, I like mm. to teach them how I like it because yeah. then I know every time we can it's get trusty. there together. Mm. Plus, yeah. it's, it's, like, amazingly intimate if you both climax. Yes. Plus, oh. I feel like... For me, at least, you can tell if you guys are going to be compatible compatible in bed together from the first kiss. Really? Yeah. Really? What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can tell the passion's there if the steam's there. You know what I mean? Never have you ever kissed someone oh. that was like subpar, then you get into bed and it's like... Oh, this actually might be true. I'm just like <laughs> flicking back through yeah, my Yeah, I'm walk. thinking back too. <laughs> like, because some people just aren't compatible together, full stop. Mm. I, that's what I think anyway. Like, some, like, I agree, you have to teach someone how you like it. But yeah. I think some people want it this way, some people want it that way. And if you guys don't have similar ideas of how you want it, maybe sometimes you're not the best fit sexually. Right. And it's also personal. Like, um, everybody climaxes in different ways. Some girls climax through penetration and some through... Literal okay. stimulation. Yes. Some a combination of the two. Right. It's so just personal. Whatever makes you 
do you? How you d- how do you uh, do penetration and um, clitoral at the same time? You can be having sex, and then there's some positions where I guess he has his hand over on the clit as well. Oh, okay. So that's how you can work with both. Oh, okay. Or I guess you could position your body to like it would be rubbing against the clit at the same time as penetrating. Yeah. Does that make sense? So you wouldn't have to uh, use your hand. It's like you're rubbing, she's rubbing her body on his body. Yeah. So that's how the stimulation is happening. Multitask. Oh, okay. Some positions work better f- than others for some people as well. Right. Some positions yes. don't work at all. Some positions hurt. Yeah. And I think it's different. Like with every woman you're going to encounter, it's different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Completely. Completely personal. So there is yes. no real answer how. No. But that's where communication comes into it. But also, know where the clit is. Like, some people are lost down there. So that's just a little PSA. Get off a diagram. (laughs) Yeah, next question. Uh, Yeah, how do you find it? (laughs) Maybe get off Google Images. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put up difference between clitoris and vagina. (laughs) (laughs) But also, yeah, good, good thing to know for guys out there. Yes. Where is it? Don't go rummaging around and be like, this it, this it. So do your research, is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a simple anatomy class. Is it the same for every woman or is that different as well? Uh, I don't know. I've only seen mine. I mean, I haven't even seen it. Like, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> do you know where it is? Yeah. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. All right, so that kind of answers the question. I guess I'll have to figure it out (laughs) I don't think that's one we can entirely answer for you (laughs) every woman's different thanks for trying that Um, how do you make people happy you can't that's the last thing I want in a general sense yeah how do you make like a person in a relationship happy not to do a climaxing we're not still on that topic are we no no this is like slow burn (laughs) like just not not slow burn burning sounds like a bad thing but like just yeah, I'm not trying to get burned from sex. Set them on fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, burn means like an, you catch asking. an STD from them. Have you oh, never heard that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got burnt. It means you caught an STD. You got burnt. Yeah. Or emotionally, oh, that sounds you got no good. Yeah. <laughs> or they wrecked you. Wrecked. Oh. Okay, so much No, that sounds here. good. What okay. I want to know is how do you uh, make people Yeah, Holly, bring it in. How do you I don't keep think you can. I don't think, and I think that's an unfair burden to put on yourself. Because everybody's responsible for their own happiness at the end of the day. Oh, right. Like That makes it much easier. So well, you, no, you can do things that, I guess, you know, you can treat them well. Yeah, yeah right. And, do you know what I mean? That would okay. make a person happy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even if you're treating them well and you're just not compatible, like the relationship's just not meant to be, it's they're going to yeah. be unhappy. Yeah, and their happiness should never be completely reliable on you. Yes. Ever right. in a relationship. You need to have independent lives. You yes. need to have... You know, your their mental health also isn't yeah. your fault or something like that. You yeah. know, you need in a relationship you need to mutually support one another, but their happiness will never just rely on you yes. and should never. And if that becomes an issue, reconsider. Amen. Mm. Consider yourself sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not not even my responsibility. The the question was flawed. How do you make people happy? Or like you, it's not flawed, yeah. it's a genuine question. But that's just our opinions of really... I don't think my personal happiness rely, is totally reliant on the person I'm dating. Yeah, If it I was, that would be inc- very unhealthy, I feel. I mean, I've been single for so long that I've figured this out for myself already that I need to make myself happy. And so now I'm happy. Uh, and I feel like that's good. That's a good lesson yeah. for you to have. 
And quickly, let's start with a Tamil question that has come in. Do you guys think you can think too far ahead when moving into a potential relationship? I think this was written for oh. me. Moving too yeah. far ahead as in like looking into the future? Yes. Overthinking as well. Okay, do you have any stories Smoking. about this, Holly? I just feel like this is my probably number one dating flaw, problem, whatever. As soon as I meet someone, I'm thinking about dating them, being with them. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm. I, like, I find it very hard to be casual. Do you, Even if, yeah. Do you ever say these things out loud or they just go through your Sometimes, head? but so it, it's a big mistake. Is it an <laughs> actual, like, like, Do you have plan an example? You have? <laughs> is it, are you, like, actually planning it out or are you just kind of, like, uh, fantasizing, like, daydreaming dream, about okay, what's going to happen? I will more say, like, let's say I am interested, be, like, interested in someone. We go out on one date. I, like, expect monogamy. Right. Do you know what I mean? But it's like it's been one date. Or oh, it hasn't okay. even been a date yet. So she's and got I no expect, chill. Yeah, I've got no chill. <laughs> yeah. I've got no chill in my game. Even Which I was telling I don't think is a bad thing if you find the right person. Well, it scares people off. And then <laughs> that's what I've learned. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. If you're like too intense from the first yeah, date. Yeah, they think you're too intense. So it's it like, like yeah. you go on the first it, date and you're like, later. oh, <laughs> he's really attractive, would have nice babies. Is that like the sort of no, thing? No, it's more like, oh, look at how he's interacting with that child. He'd be such a good dad. That's or, very fast. Or yeah, or <laughs> do like, you think that if he tells that? me like his career, I'm like, oh, that'd be the perfect fit for me. Do you know what I mean? Or I'll be turned off someone because turned off of someone because of their career. I'd be like, no, that's not my lifestyle. Really? Yeah. Oh. But it's like, okay, you haven't even been on a date with him yet, so just you know, chill. Yeah, open mind. Chill. That's what I'm trying to teach myself to chill. So, do you guys think you can think too far ahead? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exhibit A. Yes. I can as well. I was, I was always like. Like, not even that I've entered into many relationships, but I've always thought, like, way too far ahead. Like, overthought everything. And now I'm just trying to take things bit by bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's so hard sometimes to just take it day by day. Yeah, especially if you're so... I'm super into planning. Like, I like Mm. to plan my life. I'm a busy gal. I'm the same. I've got to plan my life. Yeah, planning's very important. trying to slot everything in, but then it's like, well, no, honey, I've already scheduled your next week. Like, you can't do that plan that you just, like, sprung on me. But, yeah, for, like, someone who is very, like, likes a lot of control over their life, and I'm one of those people definitely as well, uh, the person I've sort of seen a bit of, like, not even much of, but, like, uh, it's very, like, kind of sporadic and kind of spontaneous, and I've had to kind of learn to enjoy that as well, like, just to go along with it and enjoy whatever happens as it's happening and not to think too far ahead. Yeah, that's fair. So I think it's like a good thing to learn to be able to do, to not to think too far ahead. It is good to th- plan, though. Don't just rush into stupid shit. Yeah, I agree with that. Day by day is always good. can be. It can be. Well, we hope that you guys have learnt a lot from this show. I always do. I learn a lot. I know, I learnt so much today. Learn so. a lot from you guys. Uh, thank you so much for all your tumblr questions we really do appreciate those keep them coming in for next week as well you can hit us up completely anonymously on tumblr and you don't need an account to do so www.thenaughtyrudeshow.com.tumblr.com forward slash ask you can also find us on twitter not at naughty rude and on facebook search the naughty rude show as always uh, naughty rude will be back next sunday from 8 to 10 p.m on sin nation right across australia but we'll be with different hosts. 
They will be. This is us, guys. We'll miss you. We'll miss you very much. We will miss you. We've had a blast. Thank you so much for all your questions, for uh, tuning in and hopefully relating to what we've said. If you missed any of our episodes, you can find them on Omni, iTunes, sin.org.au or your favourite app store. Just search The Naughty Rude Show. But Holly, James, Dana. Dana. (laughs) (laughs) And Ruby. Shout out to Ruby who isn't in tonight, but... We have missed her tonight, but she's on our other podcast, so go catch her her dulcet tones over there. (laughs) We've been the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation.